This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Are you right up for it then, Russ? Three days to go. Yeah. New season, new you. All this. <laughs> new season, new uh, new media. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to what can only be described as the world's only weekly county-related YouTube show, audio podcast, blog and multimedia offering with a mixture of fan guests, players, past and present and club staff. There's definitely no shorter way to describe that and woe betide anyone who tries. Yes, this is the Scarapago or purveyor of, of all that stuff I said before, really. I'm not going through it all again, so that. I'm Nick Lee, and joining me as ever to crawl through the sewer of county news, views and opinion is, of course, Russ Johnson. Russ, how are we, mate? I'm all right, mate. I'm looking forward to Saturday. Really excited. What's, what's, what's happening on Saturday? For, for, for our uh, listeners and viewers in Wrexham, what's happening on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> it's my nephew Stag do. That's what, there's something else as well going on. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what else is going on. Exciting, isn't it? It's, it is it's exciting. Finally, after after all all the, all these years of podcasting in the squirrel and the blue square, and now we're doing it in the uh, the sky bet, the nationwide. Yeah, cannot cannot wait. Um, Sam, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's one of those. Like, you yeah. know, I remember. I remember coming down to for this podcast in the uh, what's that a little boozer in Stockport under the under pineapple, the pineapple, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know talking about Andy Robinson being sent off at Solihull before he even made his way onto the pitch and stuff like that. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, really looking forward to it, and let's see how we get on. 
Yeah, we're what we're saying is when we're like one nil down after five minutes. <laughs> one nil down before half of us have even got through the turnstile. <laughs> no, it just it does. It feels like I don't, I don't know. I, we're in this kind of like I feel like I'm in this kind of void at the minute where it's not quite started, but I'm really really looking forward to it. Everything's done now, and it all the friendlies are over. There's only one thing left, really. I think that left to do, and that's the squad numbers to be announced. But is that when's that going to be announced? It feels a bit late. I don't know. Most of them have been gleaned anyway from the the games at weekend because we've been wearing them. So yeah, and I've, yeah, there's been some pictures coming out of the, the squad like photo shoot as well. So yeah, yeah, I'm guessing that kind of ties in because I'm assuming they'll be they'll have the squad numbers on the the kits. So um, so yeah. I mean, we, we know it's got to be before Saturday, so <laughs> well, yeah. it can't be too long. <laughs> <laughs> no, it can't be. Yeah, there was, a, there was a, a picture of some sort of, was it charity or something, or a local company that had posted posted it on Twitter? I can't remember what it was. Yeah, and like I say, I'm, I think, because at Altrincham, we have the, the squad numbers on the shorts as well, which is a, a football league thing. Um, so I'm guessing they'll have... I'll be on there. It's just those little things, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. A new ball and like numbers on the shorts and stuff like that. Yeah. Sleep, yeah. sleep. The uh, EFL sleeve patches are exciting. So I'm just going to get a load of them and put them on all my clothes. So. <laughs> 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 so everything. Gonna put, you're going to put n- numbers on your prime Arnie shorts. Just, just, just to keep put n- it real. N- n- numbers on my uh, my next undies. Yeah. <laughs> But there are there are some. Uh, let, let, in fact, let's let's just park it there. What we're going to talk about tonight? We should, we've gone straight into it, haven't we? Um, so tonight we are live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, just for a change. And we'll do this every now and again, just to show the people on Twitter and Facebook what they're missing uh, for all you YouTubers. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna cover squad numbers. Obviously, we're gonna look uh, have a chat about the Altrincham game, Stoke under twenty threes game. Um, and then we've got a bit of admin to do. Sam, you need to shoot off at eight o'clock because you are doing one of the most stressful things known to man, which is moving house, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm currently, I know it doesn't look like it, but I'm, I'm currently moving house as we talk as well because my uh, my girlfriend, who's a massive county fan, is, and her and her family watch the podcast every week. And uh, they're, they're currently shifting stuff around to the, to the new house while I'm sat here. So, Win-win. Nice. How did you get away with that then? How did you? How, how did you convince it? It's county related. It's because, yeah, yeah. It's big, you know, it's you know, urgent business. You know, new season. It's, you know, we've got to, we've got to do it. So, yeah. I say I've got away with it. You know, I'm, I'm sure I won't have <laughs> when we're off there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll pay somewhere, somehow down the line, somewhere down the line. Definitely. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll we'll cover all that. Um. And before we start that, do you like my new T-shirt, by the way? Cheers to... Cheers to Christopher... Yeah, cheers to Christopher... Little bit over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cheers to Christopher Edgerton for that. Um, He bought it me. Because he did me garden, so and I made him brews all week. And I gave him beer as well, so he got me... And you paid him for the job, presumably. And I paid him, yeah. I paid him, made him brews. And gave him beer, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> Is that what it's on the back? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so let before we get into the squad numbers and all that, but I want to play our new transition because it's we're all brand new today because it's start of the 
the EFL right. season. So we're, we're transitioning, aren't we, Ross? We are. We're gonna we're gonna transition all night. Uh, so let's play a little transition, and then we'll get into uh, squad numbers and things like that. Digital. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. We're in a digital age now. <laughs> we are. We're not, we're not in the analog panorama anymore. We're in the, in the digital <laughs> sky bet. <laughs> With the stereo sound. I like it. So back, back to the squad numbers then. Um, I For those that, that attended the Basque gig, I saw a Basque gig, the gig at Basque. The, yeah, the I was very really annoyed that, you, that I turned up in, in my Basque and you didn't turn up in yours. <laughs> really awkward. Um, I asked Challoner if the um if the squad numbers had been sorted yet and he basically just he just shut it down didn't he? and he said no they haven't and then we had to move on quickly um yeah he said he said they were coming on well and then just stay silent thanks, thanks Dave yeah so for those that for the for those that are um squad number perverts I guess is is what we've been calling it which is you Nick yeah uh who who do we know and who do we not know because it is there some no, nobody knows Sarsavich yet. Sarsavich yet, do they? Although we think he's going to be number ten. Yeah, it makes sense, wouldn't it, with with Ben yeah. going? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's fair to say, like you know, anyone that was at Altrincham or anyone that's seen the highlights from Altrincham, that you know, it's a fair bet that they'll be the the numbers for those players. Um, you know, you, <laughs> I think even the club understand that. You know. If someone goes to Altrincham and sees that Macaulay Salamales is wearing number two, that you know it's it's likely that that's what he'll be uh, he'll be wearing on on Saturday. So, um, and like you know, I think Joe Lewis was thirty one, which is what his number was at Torquay. Um, so yeah, I think we know all the players that were out on show at Altrincham. Yeah. So Nick, how do you feel about a player requesting thirty one? You know what? I was having this. I was having this discussion after God knows how many pints at Basque on Sunday. Can't remember who with. Probably one of you two. God knows. I don't <laughs> mind. Yeah, it rings a bell to be fair. Yeah, of all the weird numbers, I do quite like thirty-one. I don't know why. Really? It's a, it, I think. I think it's a good number for a defender. It's a good number for ta- Elliot Newby was thirty-one <laughs> when he first signed. Alright for him. So, so yeah, I've got, I've got nothing to say about the number thirty-one. Yeah, numbers. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> like, like other numbers, I could offer more of an opinion, but thirty-one is just so. Yeah. Okay. Um, offer offer us opinion then on whoever's got number. Well, South and Hale's number two. Offer us an opinion on that. Yeah, spot on. Thought it should be. <laughs> not this, not this, uh, number seven business. It's going to be strange you not see... seeing Sam in number two, but Sam Hales is wearing a position appropriate number. <laughs> this is what I mean, right? When we talked about it in the past, we've gone, oh, I love me, I love me squad numbers. Now we've come round to it. We're actually talking about it. You, you can't. I've got nothing to offer. But you know what it is, though. When it comes when it comes around on Football Manager, and I've got to give players numbers. I like set a set. That'll be when if it come if I get the news item saying oh you've got to do your squad numbers now, I'll be like right I'll leave that's me done for today now I'll come back to that tomorrow when I've got a few hours. Big thing this is, and what I'll do if there's like a player who's not got a number, I'll I'll put the number onto their their name and then you can click on the profile and it'll come up with that number so you can see how it looks. So that's why it takes me so long. Do you, do you know what? See how players look. Sam's going to get into a lot of trouble and he's missing moving his house for this. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm making it a mission, mate. <laughs> so, all right, yeah, um, yeah. Here we go. Just, just do. This is pretty much what I do. Could we not just press the auto yeah. button? Psychopaths, absolute psychopaths. Some people just want to watch. Well, to be fair, the, I think the auto button now. I think it does take into account. If, so, if, if a player wants number ten, mm. it, it gives them number ten, doesn't it? I know, obviously, there's like yeah. four players that request number ten. And, you know, but well, yeah. that, that's it. I, so, I think, yeah, right. it's it, it's Go one on. of them in it. Like, I think you know, we've gone from not having squad num- like just having one to eleven in the conference north to then when we first went up to the national league. I think I always think Jim Gannon was very like one to eleven as much as he could, and then I think in in the national league, if you sign a player, they just take the next available number. And if you sell someone or someone leaves the club and someone comes in, they take that number and it's got to go up in like number order. Mm. So I think it was probably, you could read more into the squad numbers. Like, you know, Dan, I think we started the season with Dan Cowan as left back and even number three. So it was like, we knew that Dan Cowan was going to be the left back to start the season because Jim had gone very, I think as much as possible, he'd gone like one to 11 Mm. and, but now that's not it's not really a thing anymore. Like like you say, like Joe Lewis, thirty one and there's other players that you know were probably requested. I think Will Collar on Saturday was he was number fourteen, which was his number last season. So it doesn't basically I think when we're in the National League you could tell a lot more about what the team was gonna look like. Whereas now, you know, we could be starting with thirty one, fifty seven, you know, two, four. It, it kind of comes down. I draw the line at fifty-seven, lads. Can we, can we just? <laughs> is that not, uh, just draw the line somewhere? Is that not Phil? Is it Phil Foden? Is he forty? He's a forty-seven. Yeah, and then yeah. forty-seven. Trent Alexander-Arnold, sixty-six. Like yeah. two of my biggest pet hates. Yeah, really annoying. Fair. I always remember. Uh, wasn't it Edgar Davids? It was number one at Barnet. Yeah, Barnet. To Barnet yeah. number one. Yeah. yeah. That, that was just the ultimate. Like I can do what I want at this football club. I think. He was just like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Echonoids. I'm at Barnet. I'm going to take whatever number I want. Yeah. There's a few examples as well. Like during the during the World Cup, like back in the 70s, Argentina used to do theirs alphabetically. They're 1 to 23. So the goalkeeper would be wearing like number eight or whatever. No, which is, it's, really? It's a, sh- it's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, they've done it a few times, Argentina, have you? I think the, the biggest the biggest piss take for squad numbers has got to be Italy, has it not? They've got 88, 96. They all do it based on the year they were born, don't they? Because Ronaldinho wore number 80 when he went and played for Milan. Right, yeah. Yeah. Just silly. Just silly. We'll have, we'll have, we'll have numbers over 100. Or that might have even happened already. I don't know. City must be was pretty that not the, uh, Was that not the season under, after the under Neil Young that we had? Yeah, but th- hey, just think about that though. Under the days of Neil Young and all those days, um, every season we'd have just a new squad almost, wouldn't we? I mean, Neil Young would just like out of the old in with a new one completely. Um, and we've had a settled squad now for at least what? Well, a settled but sort of progressive uh, incomings and outgoings for about five years now, haven't we? Something like that. Yeah. Probably since Jim returned, actually, six, seven years ago. Um, so it's yeah. a nice feeling, yeah. nice feeling. Yeah, and that's um, the thing this summer, and it? it's just topping up quality. Like it's not yeah. ripping up the entire playbook, and you know it's just 
if you look at this Saturday, probably what the, the well, the majority of players that started against Halifax, you'd imagine. Obviously, Tyler Hales wasn't available that day. But if you think of Collar, Crowsdale, Sarsovic, Madden, there's you know the majority of players, Hinchliffe, were starting the season with like you say, I think it was only when Jim came back the most recent time that we were actually starting a season with players that we recognised from the, the season before. And obviously then we can just afford to top up now here and there where we need to. Yeah, yeah. And and if, if we talk about sort of predictions for the, for, for, you know, for where we're going to finish and what other, other media outlets have, have said, there was one particular one that said we would finish first. I can't remember which one. I've, I've read so many. Uh, they thought we were going to win it because we had a squad last season in the National League that was capable of uh, top seven, and we've only strengthened that squad. So they they tip yeah, us. It was a sport. It. The sportsman. Said That's right. Yeah. Top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's obviously been the week this week for all of these podcasts to do their predictions. I yeah. think there's. I think there's only one that I've seen where I think we were like eighth, and I think other than that. I think the lowest I've seen us is fourth, which was, you know, the guys that do that is the, the podcast that's kind of affiliated with Sky and they run, the, they do the football league highlight show on Quest last season. Sometimes they do a podcast of like all three football league divisions. All right. And uh, seem to know the stuff, but I saw those lads were on Sky Sports News today. I think they had us fourth. They actually said, as to be fair, I don't mind this, but I know some county fans will get riled by it. They actually said, they're not having us until they see us in the flesh in League Two, which I don't mind that. Like, that's fair enough. We like, you know, we don't, you know, how many times last season did we say, oh, you know, Jeff King, what a knob, you know, best team in the league by a country mile, and Ben Toes are saying that they're going to catch us and this and that. And I think Dave said, Dave said to you guys last week, Dave Conlon, that yeah. you know, it was a very deliberate not saying it. And I know when I spoke to the players and did interviews and stuff. It was like they were very aware of what they were saying, and you know we don't want to become that team now that suddenly because we've gone up, you know we all think we're going to finish first and it's going to be a battle. And yeah, I'd rather us go under the. I suppose it's hard to go under the radar because we because we're coming up as champions and we are the bookies' favourites, but as under the radar as we can and just crack on and you know hope that maybe people focus on Bradford and teams like that that you know we can kind of try and avoid the, the spotlight a little bit i'd much rather we do that so yeah for, for people to say that they're not you know they're not having us until until they see us playing me too that, that that's fair enough i think yeah yeah um a couple of couple of things there i saw one that had us in seventh but they had salford bottom at the same time so I, I dismissed that table immediately. Um, and I also, I I went on the lower league look and joined them lads. And they were saying that one of them's a Bradford fan, that they seem to always be favourites just because of the size of the ground, <laughs> which was, which, which is ridiculous when you, when you think about it. But also Mark Hughes is the manager. I mean, he's not really, I don't think he's managed at this level before, apart from the end of last season. What, where do they get that from? Because have they signed well? I mean, I've not really been keeping tabs on Bradford. They, but... they, they signed a lot of players early. Um, I think before we'd signed off, I know we were obviously, I, th- I think they did our season carry on longer than the Football League, I think by a week or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know they had, I know we were kind of 
cracking on with whether we whether we were going to win the league or be in the playoffs or miss out. But um, it's I think by the time we signed was Kyle Wharton our first signing. I think he was, wasn't he? And yeah. I think by the time we signed Kyle Wharton, I think they had already signed a handful. Um, and obviously they've gone and got that. There's a lad, uh, Bedain Oliver. He was I think he was at uh, Gillingham last season, a striker, and he was. Quite, I think he was one of those strikers that a lot of teams are being linked with. And would he go to League One? Would he drop down to League Two? And Bradford have got him. Um, so yeah, I think it's like you said, Ross. I think it's like Mark Hughes, the stadium, the fans, this whole like sixteen thousand season tickets or something. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a combination of that. And um, to be fair, that I think I think if if you, I've seen a few times people say, oh, you know, Stockport or the new Salford, not in terms of the money we're spending and stuff, but oh, every season people back them to to do it, and they don't. You know, I think they've not got in the playoffs yet in League Two. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think it's fair enough. Like I say, that you'll have a mix of people saying that we're going to go and do it and finish first, second, third, and some people a bit more hesitant until we actually get on the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just talking about us in the football, I just get really excited. It's <laughs> just the the fact that we're in we're in that discussion now, um, really really does excite me. Um, what's um what for you on Saturday is gonna is what's what's gonna be the penny drop moment when you say when you actually think right oh well, this is it now I've got my own and I've got my own and I'll tell you after you you say yours. So you're there in the ground. What's gonna be the oh, we're back. You you go ahead, Nick. You, you start us off because I. <laughs> I, th- I think my, mine, mine's probably going to be the same same as Russ's. I think. Oh, did I tell um, you on Sunday? <laughs> did I tell you on Sunday? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, th- I think you told. Me, I think you mentioned it on a pod a few weeks. Oh, back, did I? Actually. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I must remember that, what I say. Not that saying you're obsessed or anything. <laughs> if I was like a record of it or something, mate, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, other than that, it'll be, it'll be nice seeing it on like Sky, like Sky Sports News on Saturday morning. It'll be nice, the, 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 mm. uh, and probably Soccer AM as well. I'd imagine if that if that's back, I'd imagine we'll get mentioned on there with it being EFL, and we might even pop up in the showboat on Soccer AM in future weeks, which is still inexplicably yeah. going. Both the showboat and Soccer AM. Okay, Soccer AM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, mine. Um, my, I think, go on, go on. You go. go, 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 on. go on. I, I was going to say it's not so much being around the ground, which I know sounds weird, but like the football league highlights show. Do you know what I mean? I know we had the BT highlights here and there, but I swear there was weeks where I thought BT's coverage was really good, but there'd be weeks where they just there was just nothing. Like there was yeah. no highlight show. There was just if they didn't show a five o'clock game, they just wouldn't show highlights. Um. Yeah, just like the football league highlight show, and I think it's like Saturday night and Sunday morning repeated, and yeah. just having Online a show where the as well. proper yeah, ITV as yeah. well. I like, proper, yeah, because because when I first started going to Town TV, it was I think it was called was it called the Championship on ITV where yeah they had like an in depth highlight show of and they yeah. analyse the games and stuff. So that that was when I first started going. That that was what we were on. Um, so yeah, I know it's probably a minor thing, but that you know being on tv and being more like like nick says you know soccer and um um, um sports news and stuff like that oh 
For those that are listening to the podcast, Liam Richardson commented in saying, is that the poor man's Liam Richardson he can see? <laughs> I'll, I'll let him have that one because Liam has been devastated by a comment that someone made in jest. <laughs> Obviously, based on the joke that me and Liam are, you know, the same person, um, that, that Liam was the poor man's Sam Byrne. <laughs> I, he would... I think Liam was on a on a trophy tour with Steve Bellis at the time, and the next time I saw him, Steve was just Steve was explaining how devastated Liam was when he read it. And <laughs> so I'll let I'll let him have it because you know it's a it's a rough one to take. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, I like it. Um, yeah, my, mine is when Kenny Boxall says for this football, uh, he's going to say for this League Two fixture, isn't he? So it's Division 3 fixture. Yeah. When he said, I believe it's the latest. Yeah, because I remember just, I, I know I said it before, just very quickly, I was devastated when we went down to the National League and he said whatever it was at the time, Skrill, Blue, North, whatever it was called. Um, I don't fucking know. Uh, just devastated. So when he says that, and, it's, and it'll be before kickoff as well, and it'll be, the, the atmosphere will be building, and I just think that's going to be the moment. In fact, it will be because I'm not going to make it the moment now, aren't I? I'm going to make it my moment, yeah, aren't I? So, yeah. so if, if, it, if he doesn't say that, like, if, he, if Ken comes on and says, like, oh, welcome everyone to Edgley Park for this match between Stockport <laughs> and uh, you're going to be fuming. No! In fact, I, I, might, I might email him now and try, uh, try and fix that. <laughs> fix it for me. Careful. <laughs> we'll be getting emails if we're not careful. Um, so... Yeah, old friend of the show, Stadio Junk. He said he thinks that was him. <laughs> it was, yeah. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was all right. It's fine by me. Uh, speaking of Stadio Junkie, he's just got a blog out. Uh, I've read it, I think it was only yesterday that he, he published it. If you haven't read it, have a good read of that. Stadio Junkie on Twitter uh, or search for Stadio Junkie blog. Um, it was just the end of last season. Um, it was a really good blog, about a 15-minute read. Uh, have a read of that. It's really good. Covers his, covers his trip over here from California, IA. Yes. California, IA. See, I could have been in the Beach Boys with us. <laughs> you could have been, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Missed my calling. You did. You did. I like how your T-shirt sort of kind of matches the album, which we'll talk about later. It does, um, actually, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't be, yeah. be asked getting changed. Sorry. <laughs> I do like that. Um, Mark Jackson, gutted I missed the first game back. Crazy that the first game is in July. Jacko, mate, I didn't know that. You've gone down in my estimation massively. It's, it's, uh, it's Saturday, Saturday down to 15 now. Than <laughs> no, no, he's not included. He's not included. Does that mean there's team. a space on your table at Basque? <laughs> 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 no, he, he was never invited. Never invited, Jacko. Oh, sorry, Jacko, um, you weren't invited, mate. Yeah, sorry, mate. Um, Altrincham, then. Let's talk about that. The win against Altrincham last Saturday. What's last Saturday, wasn't it? Uh, Madden penalty yeah. and a horse fall header from a corner. Yeah. How did we play? Because I, I I was busy last Saturday. Um, how did we play? You, you were there. Yeah. So. It, it was, it, yeah. It was just, it was comfortable. I was, I was speaking to my old man on the phone. He, he's, he's not one for pre-season friendlies. And he, I'd, he called after the, the Chorley game the Friday night before. And then obviously altering on Saturday. And to be fair, more so Chorley. His, 
you know, just taking him as an example, his last experience of Chorley away was like being almost in flood to tears because we'd just blown the title. Yeah. Um, and I know even then we went there the next season, got beat 3 0 in the National League. And, yeah. You know, these are teams that, to be fair, we have done well against Altrincham, but it was always a tough game. And it's just like, I know it's only pre season, and obviously those, you know, Chorley and Altrincham and those teams are they're getting up to speed as well. But just like these teams now, we're so like the, the gap in quality is just so far so quickly. Um, and, you know, they, they were teams that, we were going, being rivals, were promotion rivals, and they were really tough games. And it was just so clear now of, of that level. Like, you think if this squad, as it is with the, the additions we made this summer, you know, if that dropped back into the National League, and I know the National we all know from experience the National League is the toughest to get out of. But you think, we, you almost think we'd, we'd go back and be clear of almost all the other teams aside from, obviously, I know Rex and we've added a few more quality players and Notts County look like they're doing a bit as well but it, we just seem to have progr- to be progressing so quickly and I know there'll be people that are saying you can't be basing that on pre-season and I, I'm not but given that you know I think it just it highlights how quick how far we have come so quickly in that we're going to teams for pre-season and just freezing past them the same teams we were struggling against in, in promotion battles and you know, going, getting beat and looking like we've blown the title and we're just, we're moving at a really quick pace in terms of our progression. So, um, yeah, it was just comfortable. I think Dave, didn't Dave Charlie say on Sunday that I think he was, there was some, I saw someone mention that he'd been speaking to him after the, after the kind of the on stage bit had finished and he was saying how it wasn't really a, a contest. And like I say, I know that, you know, this is all based on a preseason game, but it, it was just a, you know, walking apart really. So they played well, and it. I think what you would say is after the break, we should have had two or three more goals. But to be fair, the keeper made a few saves for Altrincham, um, and they were just taking the. I think you know, a week before the season, no one's, no one wants an injury, which mm. you know, based on the way some of the Altrincham players were going in, I think that was looking likely at one point. Um, so yeah, for me, it was just a, a doddle really, and. That's not to be disrespectful at all. Like obviously, we all, speaking for myself, I I always really liked Altrincham when we went there, and um, so yeah, it was just a, a, a comfortable what you'd expect a comfortable final preseason friendly where they've got the early goals and just taken the foot off the gas and knocked it about for the rest of the rest of the ninety. It feels like na- nature's healing, doesn't it? You know, going go playing Alty and Charlie again, like just dispatching them and no no messing. Oh, it feels great. It's until until we get yeah, out of the cup by one of them. Yeah, now you know this will be clipped in like you know three months when we go to Brackley and get beaten in the FA Cup. Yeah, <laughs> so that, that's fine. I, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's it is sort of nature's healing, isn't it? You know, we've if you think about the teams that we've had a little, you know, had a bit of needle with in non-league, like Fylde, FC United. Um, you know, and the others like, like not 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 so much Altrincham, but uh, Charlie as well. We've we have we've just dispatched of them now, haven't we? And we're back. You know, I we're back it's a bit to fair where... to, unfair to name drop filed though, given that they're coming to the football league with us, twenty twenty two, and all that. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, I can't believe you know, all, the, all the stress 
we went through and Wrexham went through. Why did no one tell us just to whack 2022 on our shirts? Paul Mullin, don't care. We've, we've just got it on our shirts. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, there was uh, Adam Sunderland writes a blog for us, and we'll, we'll get onto that onto that a bit more later. But he did the what I will miss and what I will not miss from uh, the National League. One of his what he won't miss is Brackley away, which oh, just Brackley in general. I think. I think yeah, I read that, that blog. Yeah, I read that blog and it was brilliant. And I got to that part of Brackley away, and I was like, that is that is cementing us getting Brackley in the. <laughs> In the FA Cup, yeah, yeah, well, well, I feel no, like we'll I feel like we'll somehow get Brackley in the Papa John's Trophy. Like we'll somehow just be, just be <laughs> yeah. here in the last pages, and yeah. it'll be on a Tuesday night away from home. Yeah. <laughs> it will be, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. So tell us then before we move on to Stoke under twenty threes. Um, what's what will just one thing? What will you miss, and what won't you miss about um, about non-league? Both of you, really. Um, I, I, I'll let Nick go first because I feel like his will be much funnier than mine. So I'll, I'll you know, get the, so get the couple ones out of the way first. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. I'll, um, I'll, I'll miss the pipe smoking woman at Tamworth. <laughs> oh, more, it's more a than anything else. I love her. I, I, yeah, I miss my chance there. She'll forever be the one that got away. <laughs> me, me and her could have had a great life together watching substandard regional football for six years oh it would have been great um i will i'll probably miss just being able to like go to an away game and just walk in through a gate if you look confident enough just have a clipboard in your hand and you're all right if you look, look official enough you're in you're in the director's box <laughs> i um i think for me it'd be in terms of what i won't miss I think you mentioned it before, but just how far off the face of the earth that you fall, yeah. you know, like more so than National League North, obviously. But I was thinking about it when, because the York win the playoffs. Yeah. I think York won the playoffs, didn't they? And I was genuinely like interested. I wanted to see who was going to, who was going to be coming. I think I was sat in a pub and trying to look for it. And it was like, I remember thinking like, is this what it was like when we were there? Because I was looking on like BBC Sport and it was just, there was no, they normally have like a live ticker and it says what minute the game's in and who's scored and what score it is. And there was just nothing. I think all mm. we had was a thing, you know, tucked away at the bottom of the website somewhere when we actually won the playoffs overall. And, you know, you, you might get someone coming down doing, I think we were always lucky because there's obviously connections with Oliver Holt and more national press, but generally you just, you're not even a, a thing really, are you? Like, even the mates that are like into football, that are like United and City fans, shock. Um, they like they they would be aware through me of whether we'd won or lost, but they they wouldn't know if we were top, middle, bottom. You know how many games there were left, who was doing well. Because it's all just so like obscure. Um, I think what I will miss is like probably like Nick says. It, in a way, you, the grounds like you, you know, if you think like Bradford Park Avenue, the the goal that where all the fans were just going mental and on the pitch, like 
it's yeah, we're at Bradford Park Avenue and there's a there's a racetrack around the pitch, but that kind of made that was part of it. Like it was, you know, all the fans were running down this grass verge on the onto the pitch and it was stuff like I remember I think we'd played them a few years before under maybe under Wardy and won there to I don't think I think we might have been in danger of dropping out of the National League North or that season that Alnor kind of turned us around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, what, I remember that. that was like a Monday, Monday night or something because it kind yeah, of pushed us up and towards we, the playoffs a bit closer that one. Yeah, yeah. and we, I think we won there which obviously not on the same level but the fans kind of went a bit mental to that to that goal as well and just, you know, some of the grounds, the way they were set out and it made it, it, it that added to like the limbs a little bit Um so yeah, I saw something on Twitter the other day. Someone tweeted the clip of we were one 0 down at Hensford and um, we scored two in stoppage time to win. And it was just some, it was just a really dingy little ground, and the fans were right on on top of the goal, like they were they were right behind the net. They were literally grabbing the net to almost try and like pull the ball into the net. And yeah, I think obviously, of course, we all want to go into Bradford and Tranmere and Rochdale, but I think some of the grounds played into the the limbs a little bit and it's a it's a memory in it you know dead fox mm. corner and all that the allotments yeah who yeah. was it who did the stream during lockdown and they said right and now for the team news and just held the team sheet up to the camera <laughs> that was that was a good one that. that was an experience on it the, the lockdown yeah. streams yeah. yeah i think that was the same one where for the whole of half time it was on about some plaque being unveiled and then you never saw the plaque get unveiled. No, because it cut out, didn't it? <laughs> that, that's some, someone in chains was turning up with some scissors, and then it just stopped and went back to the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it was Maidenhead. Yeah, Maidenhead, wasn't it? Because that was the one where not only did it cut out halfway through, but we got the the, the great insight from Alan Devonshire of who the best player in the world was, and he said Messi. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what? What a hot time! Wow. <laughs> and I'm sure. I, I will... I'm sure if we'd have stayed there long enough, that telly would have fallen off, fallen off the yeah, it was, it thing behind it. It, was, it, was it definitely wasn't screwed in properly, that, not having it. <laughs> Wires everywhere, bloody horrible. Uh, I, I will miss like going to places that, when you hear them mentioned on the, on the news, it's never good. So, you know, you know places like, <laughs> like Maidenhead, Woking... <laughs> It's it's never like oh an overtime reporter in Woking now where a, a local a local man has broken the world record for the most number of pumps given or something like that. It's always like a brutal family murder. Or something. Yeah, I'm yeah, if it makes that. the national news. I, yeah, yeah, it's like the BBC News like website, and it's like human remains found in Ebb's fleet or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As Ryan Moore's pointed out, apart from Leamington Spa, of course, anything oh, bad to say about Leamington Spa. <laughs> you see, I, when we went down and we were playing the likes of Harrogate, I I thought it was just abhorrent that we were playing the likes of Harrogate. You know, we're going to this, this small hey, just wait town. Week, mate. Well, that, well, that's it. It's weird, isn't it? Because that we've finally got back up and we're actually, we've got to play the, the likes of Harrogate again. Um yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I'll miss one of the things that I'll miss, and it's kind of happened at the end of last season as well. Is I'll miss standing in the Cheedland and being able to get a pint without having to barge, you know, without having to queue up and things. That was kind of I've what I've been I, able to get one since before lockdown, pretty much. Well, that's it. Yeah, I mean, but before, you know, when we we're in the in the depths of National League North, 
and we were, I don't know, we were playing whoever, whoever at home, whatever. You, you could just go and get a pint, couldn't you? Or go and, you know, yeah. go, go and get yourself a coffee dead easily. I, I fear you that know, those days have gone. In 10 minutes of drinking it, but you can get yeah. a pint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Like, we, you know, I, I think speaking of Liam, like, I know he popped up earlier. We were saying, we were, we were kind of talking about, I think in a couple of weeks we're at Stevenage, or, and then we've got another one quite soon after. And we were looking at, like, oh, when we're on the way back, it's, uh, you know, it was like looking at the live games. It was like, oh, it's uh, Woken Wrexham on BT. And we're like, oh, yeah, we'll get that on. Well, we've got, you know, we're, we're going into Football League on Saturday and we, I feel like we've all got Stockholm Syndrome a little bit. Like, we're all like, <laughs> yeah, I love it, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'll be watching BT Sports Saturday night. Yeah. But I think it's just, you know, we have, I think people have grown accustomed to it a little bit. And, and to be fair, I think it will be nice to watch games and watch highlights and, see stuff on twitter and like care as in like oh that's interesting but not care because we don't have any invested interest in it yeah yeah so i mean so you know like last season or or any season before this when there was the five o'clock or our five kickoff if there was a clash between a premier league game on sky say and a national league game depending on who it was i would always favor the premier league game personally until sort of the last later on in the season when we were against you know it was it was it, we were going for the title and then in the playoffs I just watched the playoffs um next season I feel like if Wrexham are playing for some reason I'd probably watch that more than I would the yeah I, I game. mean there was there was games you know to be honest if it's Southampton against Watford in the Premier League or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Chester, yeah. Chester yeah. Chester Chester against Eastleigh I'm it's splitting hairs really I'm not. You know, I'm, yeah, I, I'm probably equally not bothered about both, but we've at the time we had more of a an interest in. You know, obviously I know we've mentioned Wrexham, but even you know Chesterfield or yeah, 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 just teams that were at any point around us. It, yeah, obviously, like you said, the playoffs were just good to watch because it, you know we can watch it without worrying. But um, yeah, I, I I don't care. You know, if it's and not even just Premier League, if it's Blackburn against Preston or whatever, you know, I'm not. It's I'm. I'll just watch whichever game I've got more of an interest in, and that just at the moment happens to be the National League because yeah. we've spent so long there that it's I think it's ingrained in us a little bit. Yeah, and not only I that wait was... for that first FA Cup draw where it's like on Talk Sport, you know, for the qualifying round, I'm going to listen to it and I'll just be like, we've played them. Been, <laughs> been, there. been there, they've got they've got an allotment behind the away end. They've been there. <laughs> That's going to be it. Let's get some bingo cards made. We'll have, we'll have FA Cup fourth qualifying round bingo. <laughs> um, but yeah, just going back to the National League as well, and we'll, we'll probably end up we'll, we'll probably end up as the season goes on forgetting about it, but while well, it's still fresh in yeah. our minds. But yeah, like Chesterfield, I think you're right. Chesterfield, Notts County, Wrexham, um, Solihull to a certain extent. I'd, I'd still like you know still want to see how they're getting on but as time goes think, on we'll, lo- we'll lose interest won't we because the players will move yeah, on and, things well, like and, that. and I think the thing is as well you know I don't know if this is the same for you guys and like other people but right now I, I've been doing the best and I've been picking stuff up as I've gotten but right now I, I know I could tell you more about the majority of teams in the National League than I could about the majority yeah. of teams in League 2 just I'm, I'm learning I'm trying to take in podcasts and stuff like that 
and I'm picking stuff up. If I, oh, they've made a certain signing, or we're playing these on this week, and they, these are tipped to be up there, or these are, these are tipped to go down. But generally, because it's more fresh in our minds, I'm, I could tell you more about. I, I remember seeing last week, like, oh, Huddersfield have signed Kyle Hudley, and I was like, why am I asked? But I just am. <laughs> like, I just, I just know who he is, and I've like seen him play. And um, but yeah, like you say, as the season goes on, as we tick off each team in league two and play them oh right we know a few more of their players we know where yeah. we know how they're going to do we know if we're going to be a rival with another team because we'll go both going for promotion or you, you just, i think you just you just start to pick it up don't you again and yeah. to be fair i know there'll be loads of fans out there that are more knowledgeable about football league and stuff but like i say it's just the national league is what we've known for so long that it's just I feel like we just do know more about it. But like you say, I feel like it'll just gradually start to drop out of our brains as the season yeah. goes on, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and to help with that, just, just while we've got that in our minds, uh, Chloe Beresford and um, Aunt Sherrett are going to blog for us this, this year, this season, on all things statistics to do with county and the teams that we're playing. Uh, so we're going to get opposition previews from Aunt Sherrett and Chloe's going to do some in-depth stats blogs for us. So look out for that on our WordPress site. We'll tweet it anyway and, and share it on Facebook. Um, and it'll be all, all the county content will be in the in the Fan Hub app as well. So, yeah. And I might as well say while we're on it, if you are listening or watching, please do subscribe, like the show, and share, the, share it on whatever podcast player you, you're listening to and give us a review if you're on Apple. Um, that would be lovely. Thank you. Um, okay, should we move on to Stoke under 23s? Uh, 1 2 0, two Crankshaw goals. One of which was yeah. the belter as well. Yeah, that was. I think that was the one they, they tweeted the clip of, wasn't it? The little dink yeah. over the keeper. Yeah, um, lovely. I, I think for me, like Crankshaw's going to be like one to watch a season because it sounds daft because we all know how good he is, but he's. Like it's it's harsh to say, but you know you can imagine that he won't be starting. Certainly on Saturday, I don't know that, but you can just imagine the way we shape up. There's not really a, a starting spot for him in the team at the moment, but by all accounts, it seems like he's being trained up to be more of a second striker than a winger. Mm. And if he's, you know, it certainly looks from the goals on Saturday, and he had a good game. Um, the, the game at Carrington against Bolton. He played well in that first half. Um, so for me, I think he can be a, a really big player this season. And, you know, if he can be that, I know it's a weird comparison to make. I'm not comparing the two in terms of how they play, but I remember when we first came up to the National League, um, Jim was playing Adam Thomas as like a second striker mm. early in the season. And I think he went through about a month of scoring like five or six goals in, in the first month of the season. And I'm not saying those two are the same type of player, but that that's what can that's what you can get out of someone like that that will play off a Wharton or a Quigley. And you know, coming on, we've got seven subs this season. You can use we can make five. There's what four competitions. I think he can be a big player. Even he won't. You know, he's of course he's not going to want to be a player that's seen as an impact player, but. If you can be turning to someone on the bench and going right, we need a goal at, on a random Tuesday night at Newport or mm. whatever, you know, you can come on and do something. And 
Um, and he's played, albeit briefly, he's played in, in League Two and uh, League One, I think, as well, for Wigan a little bit. So he does have a little bit of experience. Um, and I think I think he reminds me in some ways of, of, of Anthony Pilkington. Not, again, not the style of player, but when we first signed Anthony Pilkington, and he was, you could tell he was really good on the ball and technical and all that other stuff. But he came back for the next season, like really bulked up. And he'd clearly been training for a particular position or a particular approach for the next season. And I think if Crankshaw comes into this season having trained up in the summer as, you know, as more of a second striker, then I think he could be someone that's that's really like a big player next season or this season. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Go, just on that then, I mean, you, you mentioned sort of the depth in the squad and number of substitutes. Could you, I mean, could, could anybody name the, the, the 11 that's going to start on Saturday? I don't I don't think many pints are going to be won, are they? On, on the on the fan no, no about. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, it's really and, tricky. And look at, yeah. It's one of them because you think, so just as an example, you think, well, Kolo Krozdal Sarsovic, that, that's in the field. Like, you, you just assume that it is. But then you're like, well, Callum Camp's like someone of yeah. this quality that has come in. You, you just can't second guess what they're going to do. And then you think as well, well, Wotton's obviously going to start up. But then if you think back to Torquay and Halifax, the last two games of last season, he started four midfielders because he included Andy Cannon in there. Yeah. And I think he just went with Paddy Madden up top on his own. Well, not on his own, but Madden yeah. is the one out and out striker and four, like a box in midfield behind him. So I'm not saying that's what they're going to do with camps, but you just can't. There's, 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 there's so many variations of a team that you could come up with. And even if you go, all right, well, I, I imagine that Chana will play a back three and wing backs. Even then, you could still say, well, Rydell, Hippolyte, <laughs> yeah. Hales, Newby, yeah. Newby, Minion, like pa- Palmer at the back. Horsewall, Lewis, Johnson. There's, there's e- even within each position, there's so much kind of variation that you could go with. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially as, as we kind of I, move I up the league as well, you're finding more versatile players as well. It's not it's like when you're in the National League North, and it's like, well, he's a left back and that's it. Look at <laughs> yeah. someone like Miles yeah, Hippolyte, yeah. you could just stick him anywhere. Yeah. And he was, you know, for me, Miles Hippolyte was, if not more impressive, at least equally impressive at left back as he was in midfield. Mm. And he signed as a, a as a midfielder, really. But he, he, he slotted in at left wing back when Rydell got injured, and he, he was for me he was better there in the early games that he played there. And then he obviously went back to midfield and smashed it there as well. But you've got players, and again, he's someone that played in the he has played in the football league. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just I think I think even if they I think even Dave Chandler wouldn't win a pint this weekend because I think he. <laughs> I don't think he knows. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's going to be a weird one. Uh, Ryan Moore has actually gone for his eleven in the comments, and that's that's exactly what I've gone for on Fan Hub as well. That's that's, that's what I think it will be. Hinchliffe, yeah. Salavales, Lewis, Horsfall, Johnson, Rydell, Camps, Collar, Sarsavic, Watson, Madden. That is what I think it will be. That that's where my three pint of Madry is coming from next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Madri is part of the, uh, the the is part of the the deal, isn't it? Yeah, I think I went for slightly the same. I think I had instead of Lewis, I had uh, Palmer. 
But apart so I'd that, be going for the same as that again, but for me, if, instead of Johnson, it'd be Kitchen. So right, yeah, I think we've all got a bit of that. Even that, that's what I mean. We've all got, you know, we've got one yeah. eleven in front of us here, and all three of us have tweaked it in a different <laughs> yeah. position. Yeah, yeah, Well, that's what Cy Lomas says. Is Kitchen? Oh, oh, there we go. Sorry, Kitchen starts at left centre back for him, brings out the best in Rydal. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think even if you go with something as along the lines of, I know it's never this black and white, but something along the lines of Kitchen as a left centre back at home games. Like, do you know when we're more on the, I know we're always on the front foot, but if, if, if you could work on the basis that Kitchen gives us more going forwards and Johnson should give us more solidity at the back. Yeah. And I know it's a bit simple to just say, all right, the more attacking player at home and the more defensive player away. But generally, that's something, again, that's an approach that he, that he could look at. And, um, yeah, I mean, Johnson started at Altrincham, Ryan Johnson. But Kitchen has, for me, Kitchen is one that I thought at the end of the season, end of last season, maybe go over the summer, maybe move on. Um, because he wasn't obviously wasn't involved in the final few games. But he's played here and there in pre-season. And he's looked, I think, from... What I've been able to pick up when I've been around the games is he's, I think they are quite happy with how he's been doing. So, um, so yeah, that that is one that, again, probably one that makes it more of a headache because you think, well, it is just going to be Ryan Johnson there. But now for Kitchen to be doing well again, it just presents yet another selection that you could throw in there into the mix. So, yeah, but like like I say, you know, there's. What was one starting eleven put in front of us there, and we've all gone with yeah. a tweak in a different place. So, yeah, yeah. There's some. This um, we've not mentioned common Connor Lemon Hay Evans yet, and Mark Jackson's back in. Uh, he'd have Connor Lemon Hay Evans instead of Sarsavik. Um I mean, this is coming from a, a, a bloke that when we were kids used to play Championship Manager. If someone get injured, he'd buy another player. Um, <laughs> so let's just not listen to Mark, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm, no, Sarsovic has got a, Sarsovic's got a start on here, you know, him and Collar. I, th- I think, I think I dropped Crowsdale and, and had camps in as you did as well, Nick. Yeah, I've, I've only done that based on how we lined up at Altrincham, though. It's not, it's not that I would, yeah, drop Crowsdale, but. Like, but, like we said, there's four competitions. Everyone's gonna get. Yeah, everyone's gonna play a part. It's just, it's just, it's just trying to understand that first eleven on the first day, isn't it? Uh, Tom Lowe says, "How don't know how Crowsdale can be dropped." To be honest, I mean, I kind of agree with that because he was he was immense all last season. I think that's what we've got to remember, isn't it? It's a long season. We've got the strongest squad we've probably ever had in the history of Stockport County. <laughs> let's let's be honest. Um, yeah. Everyone's gonna get a crack at it, aren't they? Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, that, like, you know, we're going from Crowsdale playing every game last season, starting every game, should I say, to people saying that he might not start the opening day the next season, which is, like, so harsh. But the other thing is, you know, that that midfield three that we did have, they did get really tired, like, understandably, because they were playing at, like, 100 miles an hour every weekend. And we did then need... And Andy Cannon to come in and help out. And people then thought, oh, well, where's Cannon going to play? Because you've got the three. And yeah, he'll be cover, but he's too good just to be cover. But even then he found a way to get all four in when the time called for it. So, 
yeah, I think it's not a case of it's going to be harsh because I think he's probably got a squad that he feels aren't going to see their arse if they're left out on any given day because I, I imagine he, he doesn't want he doesn't want to look at it as dropping someone unless they are you know going through an absolutely stinking month or so, but just road genuinely just rotating like it's it's not dropping a player like I know it technically is but it's that player would then be back in the week after or two weeks after and then they'll all get the chance and there's four competitions and they will it's more games this season it's a longer season so yeah I think it's not a case of anyone doing something wrong necessarily for not playing on Saturday yeah no, it's it's squad and man management of the highest order, isn't it? And it, he's obviously very, very good at that. Is is Challoner and 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 the staff there? Um, Martin Allen, where the hell does Hippo fit in? Uh, where, I think he could play net if you if we asked him to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pretty much, pretty much anywhere. I'd say within reason, obviously. Um, well, again, yeah. like Rydell's had a couple of injuries over the past two seasons. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So and he's he's filled in there and he's he has filled in not filled in because that makes him sound like he's just a backup but he he can feature in in a number of positions so um you know there is certain players that you would say are like first names on the team sheet but even them will be weeks that you know if if Salvin Hales for example has a certain game where he's just relentlessly up and down the wing and he's constantly getting balls into the box and he's takes a few heavy challenges and you know and then we go to Crawley on Tuesday night even he you, you yeah. know there's there's players that you'd think that no one is although there are players that are like in that territory of first name on a team sheet that doesn't mean that the definite starters every week because you know I think there is a, a Tuesday and Saturday that we've got or a Saturday and a Tuesday that we've got like two back-to-back like Colchester and Crawley or something yeah, so at some point in the season something yeah. like that yeah so you know that, like I know, I know Easter weekend's always another one, and Christmas. No one, no one in the squad is going to be happy just being players to rotate in when, when the main players, the key players, need a rest. But that's not how it's going to be. It's going to be that they're all getting plenty of game time, plenty of minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's about load balancing, isn't it? Just on a squad perspective, but also on a player perspective, where, like you say, South of Wales is being asked to basically cover the whole of the right wing from from full back to to, to the to the to the byline and he does it for 90 minutes or say 80 minutes and gets subbed off Tuesday Saturday Tuesday Saturday that's relentless isn't it and you know Dave Conlon said last week they have to manage that in terms of training and when they play on a Tuesday it becomes more difficult you know it's okay when you've got a week to prepare and all that kind of stuff because you've got to fit in tactics and and recovery and then learning about different set plays and things for the for the next game um it's it's proper load balancing. We've probably got a better chance than most in terms of what we've got because of our resources. So that's probably why we're gonna, you know, we can we can safely say we're gonna finish. Well, not finish, but I'm 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 backing us to be playoffs or above, as I've said. As I said on Talk Sport, did you know I went on Talk Sport, Nick? Did you know about that? I, I, did know that. It, I, I knew oh, that yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, oh thanks, Sam. Didn't, didn't realise you knew. And uh and Will Collar was on there on on uh I can't remember what day it was. Sunday, I think. Yes, he, he was. was. Yes, with, uh, yeah. Yeah. They were trying to dig him out because he said that um, they asked him about going from Hamilton, uh, going from Brighton to Hamilton Ackies. He went, "Oh well, you're moving from one end of the country to the other." 
and they tried digging him out. It's actually two countries, but he wasn't having it. So, yeah, well done to him. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah. are they going to go from here? They're top sport. They've had they've had all the good people on, haven't they? They've had you, Russ. They've had Will Collar. There's no no one left now. So there's there's Sam and Andor, Andor Liam. Yeah, yeah. We'll just alternate. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so though, for those that don't know, TalkSport, we are TalkSport's Talk Sports adopted team for next season. We are TalkSport's designated pat on the head for the next nine months. <laughs> yeah, that's a better way of putting it. That's a much better way of putting it. Um, but yeah, it was nice talking to... Well, we spoke to Chelliner on Sunday, didn't we, at Basque? And he said, you know, yeah, we want to be aiming for the top, you know, competing at the top end of the league. I wouldn't say he's got to say that, but it does. Fit, you know, Madden said that as well, and and Collar said that on Talksport. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, right, Sam, I think your curfew's about up. Uh, yeah, just about. It will be. Um, so yeah, boxes, yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hoping. I mean, I'm, I can hope for a miracle. You know, that I log off and it's all done and we're all just done. Yeah, like yeah, Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh you log off and everything's still stacked up and they're just sat watching this. Yeah, sat watching this. So, yeah, shot, shot myself in the foot a little bit, but well worth it. Right, mate. Thank you very thank you very so much for coming on. That's right, right, is it? Thank you so much for ever, coming on. Ever so much. Never ever so, so much. much. If you want to you. sound Victorian. Thank you for me. Yes. Um, no, and no, just you... a quick one as well, if, if I can. Um, yep. Obviously, the, I know people ask me and I don't know the answer, but the streaming starting this Saturday for people that are, I believe it's people that are overseas that can watch the Saturday games, three o'clock. Uh, first three games of the season, I know this isn't going to go down well. Me and Liam are the commentators. John's away for the first three games of the season. So, uh, so yeah, it will be me and Liam. That is two people, by the way. Not It's not just one voice for the whole night of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I imagine they'll probably be putting something out about how to access that for fans that can access it. Um, but yeah, Saturday for anyone that's not at the game and that can watch the stream or listen to the, the audio, me and Liam will be doing our best to hopefully commentate on a win, but also to sound like two different people. <laughs> if, if you look at the press box really carefully, you'll see Sam just talking to himself. Yeah. So, yeah. I that. What do you think? Seat. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. And swapping seats to answer. Like, not just, not <laughs> yeah. Seats, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, there's that boys. <laughs> but once everyone's yeah. signed up online, that'll be good. That'll be good for our listeners in Kuwait and Romania and Montenegro and Egypt and stuff. They'll all love that, all the lads, won't they? Yeah. yeah. Definitely not just VPNs. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. Well, I couldn't possibly comment, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cheers, mate. Take care. Cool. Cheers, all right. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Bye, See you next time. Bye. New transition. Yeah, so am I right in thinking then that peop- that on Saturday games when we are away, we can't, we have, there is no live stream for us to purchase? That's correct, I believe, yeah. Correct, Although, yeah. I, I, from what I saw last season, when I definitely wasn't watching any like Premier League or Football League games illegally, because I wouldn't partake in that sort of behaviour. It's degenerate behaviour. But there were, the streams are also available in places, regardless of where you are. Right. In, okay. in, in in non non legal places, but I I would urge people to support the football club and pay that way and do it. It's all about getting the club sufficient in it. That's what it's all yeah. about. 
Yeah, self-sufficient. Yes, you oh, are so correct. Stuff like that really helps. Uh, what else would help is would be having like a fit-for-purpose ticketing online purchase system and a club shop that actually has the relevant shirts. Well, but the ticketing system. That, yeah, but the ticketing systems that had a lot of positive and positive positivity and praise in the last couple of days, especially where Steven Ijeway is concerned, only a thousand uh, tickets. Yeah, we'll, 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 see, we'll see how it gets on for like the likes of Tranmere and Salford. Yeah, yeah, start, yeah. Starts, because Steven Ijeway is a different... I, I, I doubt... That, well, we won't be selling out because there's more tickets available after... We've got an initial thousand, but I think from what I read, I think it, it's either 1,600 or 1,800 it goes up to. Right. So there, will, there are more available but yeah when it when it comes to a mad scramble for like a thousand salford tickets with five and a half thousand season ticket holders then then we'll uh then we'll talk about a ticket and software yeah yeah fair do so very that's very firm but fair i would say from you there nick firm but fair. that's my nickname mate is it firm but fair <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> fair enough and I've, yeah. no, I've known you i've known you seven years and i've never heard anybody call you firm but fair no, no. They did. John, John Kieran did mention my wit and wisdom once on Cocoms. Yeah, and all my mates texted me saying, wit and wisdom, that's bollocks. Like, well, well, I was on air, so that was good. But no, no, I don't know. Fluffy but frivolous. I've, I've, I've probably... Fluffy. I've, I'm not, I'm not, I won't say I'm frivolous, so... I'll make a frivolous comment every now and again, sure. Well, yeah, that's but, what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's well, exactly... I won't say I'm a, I'm a frivolous person. You know, I, I, don't, I don't walk past a fountain and feel the need to <laughs> frolic in it. I, I can walk past a fountain without going, oh, let's put some fairy liquid in there and jump about. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably the opposite of frivolous. What? Probably you, a what, curmudgeon. What? A curmudgeon. Like, <laughs> curmudgeonly podcaster, yeah. Bearded curmudgeon. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I like it. With the shadow of Kermit and the mind of a kite. <laughs> let's t- let's talk about Basques. Not Basques. Yes. Let's talk about our gig at Basque on Sunday. How did it go, mm. Russ? I thought it went really, really well. Yeah. It's Do really comment in and give it. us your thoughts on how you thought it went. Yeah. Um, I've got to apologise to you, though, Nick, because I was so concentrating and ingrained on getting getting it right and... Doing the actual stuff. Doing the actual stuff that I didn't partake in any of your your nonsense, which 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 I should have done in hindsight. Well, I, I'm just a frivolous person, mate. It's it it felt just like being at home with my girlfriend, just having no one participating in my nonsense. Yeah. Just carrying one, on. One regardless. person did actually say to me, said, hey, "Oh, but Russ wasn't having your shit tonight, was he?" Like, no, no, they didn't. No, no, it wasn't. That's what's important with your shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all right, though, mate. Oh, you know, well. I've, I've, I've had worse nights. Yeah, it was good, though, wasn't it? It was good. Um, was obviously, good seeing all the players there. For those that weren't there, Alan Ogley. Oh, should we reel the players off now? Alan Ogley. Oh, you beat me to it. Go on. John Rutter, Andy Thorpe, Bill Williams, Chris Beaumont, Mike Flynn, Michael Raines, Keith Briggs, uh, Paul Tumble. Ashley Palmer, Sam Minion, Sam Walker, Jordan Keane, Steve Belly said a bit. We spoke to um, Dave Challoner, Simon Bagara stood up and did a bit. And then, and to top it off, the main man, Phil Brennan, whose book we were launching, he also did a few thanks as well, didn't he? He did, he did. 
and covered everybody there. Massive, massive, thank, massive thank you to everyone, and especially as well to Benji at Basque, who will be coming on the show soon as well. He's busy, he's busy tonight, but he will. He will joining us. And also, not to forget, massive thanks to Ben Walker for basically doing half of the show for us. <laughs> More than half, I would and, say. And, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. presenting, presenting Alan Ogley with match one shirt. Yeah. Oh, that, 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 was, that was a real moment. It was, was a real moment, yeah. 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 Oh, I was uh, welling up at that point. Yeah, it got um, very dusty in the room at that point, and that, that was like first 10 minutes. Yeah. No, it was good. And I guess for, um, from me and uh, I guess from you as well, Nick, thanks to Phil for letting us do it. You know, he's trusted yeah. us with his book launch, and he, you know, right, he's, 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 trusted, he's trusted you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, you brought me along. <laughs> so it was a great night. Um, I was I was really nervous beforehand, really nervous talking to Penno and, and Phil and that, you know, and Ben. Uh, but once we'd started, got into it. It was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was, I was all right until I saw just how many people were in there. Yeah. Oh, oh this, this is a bit busy, isn't it? Yeah. So well, all my heroes in one room. <laughs> well, that's it. It's, it goes to show where we, you know, how, how far we've come in terms of this podcast that it was just us in the pineapple at one point. And then. Oh, not even me. It wasn't even me in the pineapple. No, it wasn't even you in the pineapple. Imagine that. It was a better <laughs> show for it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, should we cover? No, we covered the um, we covered a bit of the fans forum last week, didn't we? With Dave Conlon, so we don't need to go. Yeah, through that again, do we? yeah, yeah we've we, we, we done the forum. Yeah, um, I fun. do. I do like how people ask questions on social media, though, who didn't go to the fans forum. The questions that were answered at the fans forum, so they've not bothered to read the texts or any of the reports or anything. They still ask questions. Just go and look. Honestly, just go and look. All of the answers are there. To the questions. Yeah. There's um, an excellent series of tweets by tonight's guest Sam Byrne. Who there was, yeah, it. yeah, and, and the co-op, the co-op, the co-op did a thread as well. So yeah, it's, it's pretty much all there. And then on the various messages, people might slag off the message boards, but there's some good information there if you search. Yeah, it's like anything. It's like any social media medium. It is what you make of it. It is. So I reckon we do a new feature uh, on this podcast, which is. What's happening on the message boards? And we can we can name it something really snazzy. I don't know. Like what's happening on the boards? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Tre- treading the boards. Treading the boards. Oh, I like that. Treading the boards. We'll oh, have that. Yeah. Let me just write that down. Uh, treading the boards, and we'll also do what's happening on what's being said on other podcasts. What could we do that? What what could that be? Did you say you mate? I'm just thinking more in terms of jingles rather than the actual name. <laughs> yeah, fair dues. Um, so what? What? Yeah, what is happening on the boards? Tell us. Which boards? Which, well, which boards the ones that the ones that you the ones that you frequent the whole the county ones. No, in in, in terms of the elbow, we did have a good uh, a good in in response to some un, unwarranted Wilson bashing on one of the boards during during the heat wave. I did tell someone to shut up and have a calippo, which led to a long thread about people's favourite ice lollies. So this is the type of content you get <laughs> on on the pro pro boards, yellow board, the uh, message board of choice for the discerning county gentleman or lady. Nice. And is that so the only one you frequent, or do you go on the? No, other no, side? no. That's 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 the main one. That's the one where I post. That's uh, but I'm a moderator on. I say a moderator on there. There's there's no moderating to be done because it's a very nice crowd, not like some other boards I can name. Oh, yeah. I see. I don't really tread the boards. 
But, but you do you do the podcasts and the, yeah, and the Twitters and stuff, don't you? Because I, I go on yeah. other clubs' boards as well to see what mm. see what they're saying. Yeah, I did enjoy when uh, when Jordan Keane signed for Halifax. There was a few on there saying, um, "Oh, well, well, we'll have Palmer now." Whoa, 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 whoa! Right, we've given you Keane. Now. We've given you about half of our other players from the last few years. You're not having Ash Palmer. Can we draw the line somewhere, please? Yeah, and fair play. And did you did you actually po- do? You, do you lurk or are you a poster? I'm a lurker. I'm a lurker. I've got a. Uh, there's a couple of them where you need an account to just to lurk. So I've I've got an account on there. But I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the time. There's a few other um, friends of the show, listeners and what and viewers who who do. I've not, I have recognised them on other boards, right? And stuff and they yeah, they they do they do go in there. But I I just won't stop. If it, if if I start, I won't stop, will I? It's like Pringles. No. Yeah, you notice yeah. that when you eat Pringles, like yeah, when you it. like uh, when you open the thing, or is it when you pop? Yeah, you can't stop eating them. No, I know. It's like it's almost like they've. They should make they, that. They should do, do they, that. They, they should. Yeah, they yeah. should. Because right now Pringles don't have a famous saying. They don't. Same with same, same with McDonald's. The McDonald's advert is like better, better, McDonald's. It doesn't work, guys. You need something else in there. <laughs> yeah, they should devolve the logos as well because the two, the two full of character. They should devolve them into black and white flat things. And just your initials. Yeah, that's what every every logo should be. Yeah, it should be. Uh, on the podcast, though. Well, moving on <laughs> on the podcasts, um, you get you yeah. bring that kite in, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's uh, to be honest, I've not really under not understood, I've not really got into which podcasts are the ones worth listening to. It took me ages to do that in the National League, and then you ended up with like okay, there wasn't a very big pool of them because it was National League, but ended up with with two or three really good ones, obviously, Fearless in Devotion, Wrexham, uh, Spy Rights Right from Chesterfield as well, and Notts County talk, obviously, uh, from Notts County. Uh, this year, there's the league's lower league look, which is covering all of League Two. Um, oh yeah, Halifax as well from uh, Luke. He was good. Um, oh, yes. There's the Borough Pod. There's, there's there's about there's about three actually for Stevenage, which is which is weird, <laughs> you know, that's for, a, for Stevenage. That's a, a lot of uh, a lot of podcasts for one yeah. fairly small club. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, as the season goes on, I'm going to, I'm going to start doing some delving and, and, uh, and see what's what to so try may do have one. So I'll be listening to that at some point, uh, in the run up to our game. Uh, happy hatter asks no, no one from Barrow tonight. No, they're, they're all in the upside down fighting the demogorgon. So none of them are, none of them are free. No, no, that's true. Yeah. We, we didn't, there isn't, I couldn't find a Barrow opposition person um so you can't, you can't do a podcast when you've not got the internet can you <laughs> no you can't they're not all living in manchester anyway i bet they all work maybe in that's manchester. why they're training so that's why they train in manchester isn't it so they can yeah. use the wi-fi use the wi-fi <laughs> yeah, I, bet, I bet they're doing loads of torrents and everything <laughs> um so yeah so barrow on talk keeps on messaging saying hello i'm here but are you is he a podcaster i don't know i didn't couldn't find anybody uh, if you are, message me, and maybe we'll 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 do something when we play you next. I don't know because it's too late now. Um, so yeah, um, no Ben Whitfield couldn't have come on. Um, 
give us some opposition analysis. <laughs> That'd have been yeah. fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> Tell us how they're setting up. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Basque this Saturday. We'll we'll talk. We'll keep on talking about Basque for a second. They're doing a uh, eight days a week in gin collaboration pre-match. Stockport gin eight days a week and Basque. Three probably three of our favourite Stockport independent yeah. businesses. I would say. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And uh, we've do, we've done podcasts with two of those, two of those venues. So. Yes. Keep your eyes peeled to look at us completely. I've just remembered I spoke to Paul from Stockport Gin. Uh, it's all coming back to me. Every time I mention Sunday night, a little bit more. <laughs> I'm still sobering up, to be honest. Uh, that wasn't, wasn't that great, just seeing just legends conversing. You know, I, I had my picture taken with Sam Walker, Paul Turnbull and Dave Challoner, which was just, that was like Avengers level of crossover. Yeah, it was. It was great. Just, just while... Barrow on tour says he is a podcaster, and do I have I got a Twitter? So if only yeah, that was somewhere on the so, screen. So, it's only that was there on the screen, mate. Um, and there's mine. If, if Russ is too busy on talk sport, yeah, there's mine. Or doing one of his various media appearances. There's there's like host, Nick there, hosting there's, like a book launch. There's Nick's there. <laughs> um. <laughs> um yeah, it was good seeing everybody just talking and, and chatting. I had a really good chat with Chris Beaumont and and we hugged it out as well. Because he he is, he was he was the assist for one of my favourite ever goals that I've seen live, which is the uh, Everton goal, uh Halliwell's. Oh. It was just like you know, the, the 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 ball out from Todd with his left. And I think uh, Beaumont, it was his first time, but anyway, crossed it in. Halliwell, stooping header, bang, get in. Lovely. I um before before it kicked off, like when 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 Flynn arrived outside, he uh, he gave me a massive hug, and my friends saw it. So that was like the coolest I've ever yeah. been. <laughs> I was like, oh, I saw, saw Flynnie there. Let, sorry, that's Mike Flynn, legend of the nineties. There, you know, just to just to make that clear. Is that, that Flynnie greeting you with a warm hug there? I was like, yes, yes, it was. Well, we just do that all the time. Me and Flynnie. <laughs> so some sometimes I'll travel down the ring road. To Oldham, <laughs> just to just to have a cuddle outside outside Morrison's at Chatterton. Travel down the ring road. <laughs> <sighs> I like it. Um, yeah, you you think we were in with the club at some, you know, wouldn't you? I, I'm not, but I don't think we are. Um, if you're, if you're listening, Mark, start. You can you can come on. Well, Russell, yeah. let you come round to his. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Come and come and slum it in Breadbury and come round to my bar. I'll yeah. have you have you here. I'll. Uh, you you can for... bring your own red wine, or or me, me and Russ will provide you with some swill up to the value of ten pounds. Well, he doesn't need to. I've got a bottle of red over there because we don't drink red wine, and somebody left it, and it's not been opened. So that's, and you, still... you tried giving it to people as a gift and getting it back. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Um, so talking about the podcast this season then, so there's loads going on on this podcast this season. Oh my God. Um, we've got Pete Wilson doing media. He's always been doing media for us, by the way. Um, cause we're, cause, because me and Nick are shit at it. So Pete Wilson does all our media, but we've also got the help of Callum Waring. Um, and he's going to hopefully help turbo boost some of the media stuff we've got and give Pete a hand because it is, it is, um, a lot in it to be fair. Um, 
Uh, we've got bloggers. So we've got Ant Sherratt and Adam Sundell. They're going to continue. As I said at the top of the show, Ant Sherratt's going to do team stats and uh, game previews. Um, so we'll, we'll get those shared um, and you can watch, uh, read all of those. And then we're delighted to say that Chloe Beresford um, is going to do some blogs for us as well with some in-depth stats. Not only that, Chloe will be coming on the show as well. Um, Finally, someone on there who knows the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from the time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so she'll be coming on. Um, also, we will be getting on. Um, we will be getting on. Let me get this. Let me get this straight because there's quite a lot of them. Um, we will be getting on uh, the ladies' manager again, um, Steve O'Hara, frequently to talk about the ladies. That'll be a separate show. Um, we're going to get on Paul Turnbull and Michael Rains to cover the academy. Um, and probably Mark so Brockbank you as think, well. You think we were just talking about some book on Sunday night? We were, we were networking. We were networking. Yeah, we were networking. Yeah. Um, Dave Conlon has agreed. I'm delighted to say Dave Conlon said he'll come back on um, in the middle of the season to give us a bit of an update of what's happening sort of at the coaching staff. Um, but we're not going to get players on. They've got a job to do, so we don't want to we don't want to do that. But also, James Jennings has agreed, uh, as I said, he'll come on as well. So we'll get James Jennings on as well um, to give us an update on his new role as player liaison. You can see if he remembers me from the post office as well. <laughs> All um, right. Stay, stay tuned for that because it could be an awkward hour. Could be. Uh, and we'll still get opposition reviews on as well. We're going to do that. And I'm really excited to say that Thanks to our friends at the Olden Podcast, believe it or not, Tom Bennett has agreed to come on. My favourite ever player. Up to the now. Tom Bennett. Yes, the Tom Bennett. It'll, t- it'll take a lot for someone to beat him. Um, but, yeah, my favourite player ever. So he's agreed to come on. So I might just wee me pants a little <laughs> when that happens. Not said that for a while, but yeah, I might. <laughs> that might happen. <laughs> so we've got lots of guests. It's going to take a lot of organising. We're going to be busy, um, but it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's yeah. You know, it can't be any worse than what came before, can it? <laughs> no, we we'll just keep on getting better. Keep on getting better. No, I meant just um, in terms of having to like muster up some enthusiasm for non-league football more than yeah. anything else. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, Cy Lomas, Kevin Cooper is mine. Uh, he's he's already said actually that he would come on. I think we just got to get in touch with him and try and arrange that. And with it being remote now, it's obviously a lot easier. So we'll that's another name we have got on our list to get on. Some um, amazing fan guests coming up as well. We 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 spoke spoke to a few people at weekend, didn't we? Who we've we did. added to the list. Yeah, so some some people quite well known county fans, I'd say. Yes. So all your usuals will be back. Obviously, we'll get Sam back, Liam, or Sliam. Sliam, junk, good old JK, who's who's now immortalised in our t- opening titles. Yeah, JK will we'll get JK back on. Jordy Hatter will be coming back on. Um but I'm sure Daz Sampson will come back on. You try and stop him. I know, yeah, you try and stop him. So yeah, um the sure there's people we've forgotten, so apologies for that. But yeah, it's gonna be really, really good. It's gonna be good stuff, isn't it? Really, 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 really rather good. Yeah. Steve Bellis will come back on morning, of course he will. Yeah, yeah. Obviously he's had the trophy removed. 
much. Ah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Fan Hub app. We're still on there. In fact, all of the county content. Oh, it's looking good there. on there, mate. Yeah, it's oh, looking it's good. One so thing missing we'll do... is the squad numbers. I'm very excited for them being updated. Well, and we were it. straight on to you when the squad numbers are out. Like, yeah, I know, yeah. There so they the, are! So, so just to let you know, the reason why... Well, the, the reason why the squad numbers are out on there is because they've not been announced yet. But the, um, the FanHub app has gone with a new data provider, Opta. So things should be updated oh, a lot, yes. a lot quicker. Um, so uh, you can't write in anymore and say, look, this player's missing because it's out of our control now, but Opta are there, so things should get done a lot faster. Um, and obviously, It always gives you the slight chance of another John Mack and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank mix-up. There's always that slight 1% chance right. that the, guy, yeah. the geezers at Opta might have a nightmare. Yeah. And of course, once the transfer deadline's gone, then it's kind of easier, isn't it, to keep on yeah. top of the EFL. Um, and that was the, that was the, that was the big decision we made when we introduced the National League because it's a bit more fluid in terms of players moving. So it's a lot difficult, a lot more difficult. Um, yeah, new new leaderboards as well. So we'll be posting all that stuff out. Might even do prizes for the leaderboards this time on predictions and mileage. Good. That's, that's good. Looks like I'm uh, moving out, changing my address to Scotland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that will be monitored. By the way, stuff like that. <laughs> so if yeah, there's, yeah, any, no, if there's any outliers, yeah, last season, yeah, yeah, just, just trying um, to stop me from winning. Um, if there's any outliers, they will be noticed. Uh, but yeah, just going onto the fan feed, all of the county stuff is in the fan feed. So we're in there. Our blogs, Sid Freeman's in there as well. I think Sid's going to continue doing his vlogs, and uh, Des Inks is the scarf. My Father War blog is in there as well. Uh, and I think I've also put um, Sam Burns County Extra in there. Yes, that is also in there. It is. Yes. So you don't need to go anywhere else, really, for all of the county content that's out there. It's all in that feed in the app. Um, so, yeah. It's good stuff, that you might say. Yeah, you might say good stuff, might you? I wouldn't. It's not my catchphrase. No. You haven't got one yet, have you? It'll come. Don't worry. It'll come. Uh, what's the album? catchphrase, mate. Don't want a catchphrase. You're not. No. You're not. No. Why, why would I want a catchphrase, mate? You know, I'm... I think... Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I think you are a catchphrase. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah I think I'm just it. one big catchphrase. Just one big yeah. walking catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah, it's finally happened. Oh, what, well, this has been an unsettling night. <laughs> the album today... <laughs> It is uh, it's AM by Arctic Monkeys, my least favorite Arctic Monkeys album, actually. In case, in case anyone was wondering, um, but it's it's got that swagger that you need. It's got it's got that swagger that you need for your first day in the EFL League Two. So that is why I've chose it. So it's got it's got swagger. Well, remaining true to the past, you know. Yeah, there's some, there's some old influences on there, and there's some new stuff. Which is, That's. That's perfect. For. That's perfect for our new venture into the EFL, isn't it? Not forgetting yeah. where, not forgetting what we've been through, and what yeah. we've had to endure, and come, and we've and we've overcome that adversity with a lot of money. But we've overcome it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, the money's helped. Um, but yeah, it, I, no, I like that. I like that. Good stuff. Yeah. Right. Good. good, good so. Hope, yeah, yeah. I hope everybody's looking forward to Saturday. We'll see you there. 
I'm sure. We'll see, we'll see you in Basque beforehand as well. We will see you in Basque, yeah. Just a question. Did you get a season ticket, Nick, or are you... No, I'm uh, I'm oh, I'm moving right. I'm moving around every game. I'm back like I was as a kid, moving moving around every game. It's been brilliant. I'm right, right behind the uh, the goal in the Shieldlands, very low down this Saturday. So that, right. that'll be interesting. So I'll have to keep no looking down at your phone sitting there. A wayward shot. Go, I'm sure whack. John Rooney's going to get me in the face at some point. <laughs> um, no, nice. So yeah, so. Let's end it on a high. Let's um, let's just say, look, we're back in the football league. Happy to be back. Can't wait for Saturday, and the build-up starts now. Basically, yeah, it? and we will be back this time next week to cover the two early defeats in the, <laughs> the two inevitable <No>. defeats. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back this time next week on Wednesday to talk about the two matches with hopefully a guest to speak of. In, we might. It's the cup next Tuesday, isn't it? It's how we get in the cup next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to look at when the cup draw is because if the cup draw, maybe we will have to do a live reaction to the cup draw if we get through. Yeah, this is true. Let's do that. We'll do a live watch along. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've just reacted to live watch along the same way I did when you mentioned it the other week. <laughs> what did I mention it? <laughs> Yeah, when, when was it yours with Dave Conlon last week? We we had a good chat about it afterwards for about 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, but... <laughs> yeah, you remember, Russ. We talked about it for about an hour. And, and, yeah, and you, yeah. you had it tattooed on your arm. Do you remember? Yeah, um, uh, no, I, yeah maybe. Anyway. <laughs> uh, b- before we go, thank you, Happy Hatter, for reminding me. I was, I, was trying to, I was trying to find a way to get that in. We are also oh, yes. involved in the Greatest Manchester Football Podcast, a new podcast that all about football in Greater Manchester and Cheshire slash Lancashire, really. And let's not get into that argument. We've already had the balm cake argument last week, and that, was, that just made me die inside. But yes, we are, if you follow at GM Footpod on Twitter and I believe on Instagram. We're on Facebook as well. And more importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel. There are new episodes coming every week. It's myself and Russ, along with the two top lads who do the Boundary Park Alert System Oldham podcast. And we've got a smattering of special guests from all manner of clubs around the North, about the, around the Greater Manchester area. How are we getting the Cups a week on Tuesday? So I was wrong. There's no... Uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're not going to be doing that, are we? But we'll keep an eye on that for when we need to do that. <laughs> that cup draw, should we Should we progress? Um, just on the Greater Manchester Football pod as well, uh, yeah, we've got all the other clubs, haven't we? Um, so we're going to try and time it so we talk about those as, as sort of key games come along. Yeah. Uh, but tomorrow, the Oldham, I know, it's, I know it's a county podcast, but the Oldham takeover is meant to be going through. So... Um, they may not be available because they're doing things otherwise. So we need to just look at that. But anyway, yeah. Well, it's going to be just me and a bunch of jabronis, isn't it? Yeah, unfortunately. Oh. But I'm sure you'll have a lovely time. Yeah, I'll, I'll need access to StreamYard first, won't I? Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Yeah. yeah. Let's not let's let's not get into uh <laughs> let's not get into a production meeting. <laughs> anyway, uh right, yeah. So kick off on Saturday. Back in the Football League, everybody, after 11 years out, and it's going to be superb. Here's hoping for three points. If you haven't already, please subscribe and like the show and do all that other good stuff on podcast players, uh, and we will speak to you next week. Bye now. Bye. Bye.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> 